Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we conclude with our third and final message devoted to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. Here is the entire sentence, which includes verses 18 through 21. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Please follow along as Pastor Harris explains what it means to be filled by the Holy Spirit, and how someone is filled in today's slice of this week's message entitled, Be Filled with the Holy Spirit, Part 3. So the more you saturate your decisions with the Word of God, the more you will come under the control of the Holy Spirit. And then you can look at those parallel passages. You can see them, uh, if you will, in two columns. Exactly the same results follow, let the Word of Christ dwell richly within you, and follow, be filled with the Spirit. What the church does, what wives do in relation to husbands, what husbands do in relationship to wives, how children respond to parents, how parents uh, respond and, and lead children, how slaves respond to their masters and how masters should treat their slaves and to um, make that analogous to our culture, how employees should relate to employers and how uh, employers should relate to employees. It's very obvious the equality between those things. So, you become filled with the Holy Spirit by cooperating with Him in daily choices to conform your life to God's Word. One of my favorite authors, he was kind of a biblical counselor before biblical counseling was cool, William Backus, in one of his books, he calls this finding the freedom of self-control. That's a great turn of a phrase freedom of control. I'm set free when I learn how to control myself under the control of the Holy Spirit. But for that fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is self-control, to blossom and ripen in our lives, we have to make a choice to walk by the Spirit, to be filled with the Spirit. Now, let me, let me illustrate that a little bit for you. Suppose you are angry because someone or some circumstance suddenly kindles angry emotions within you. I had a phone call a a, a while back from uh, someone explaining to me why my claim was being denied. And uh, I was given a completely irrational reason why it was being declined. Now I understand an insurance adjuster is not hired in order to give away money. They're hired to save the company money. That's their job. Okay, I get that. But I responded to the irrational reason with a rational counteroffer, which was rejected. And you know what? My flesh knew exactly 
how to respond to that. I've practiced for a long time. I didn't. I said, well, that doesn't make sense. I actually submitted something. I'm waiting to have another opportunity to test whether I'm filled with the Spirit or with the flesh. (laughs) But when you come to that point, something makes you angry. Something, it it could be just a personal offense. It could be something unjust. It, it, It could just be that you're in a terrible mood. Something makes you angry. At that point, God is calling you. You have a choice in that moment. And that's the only time you have that choice. And you must choose in that moment. Am I going to follow the flesh or am I going to walk by the Spirit. So the first thing you need to do is consult the Word of God. So right after you growl at the other person, you say, excuse me, and you run and get your Bible, and you get out the concordance, and you start looking for verses about anger. Or far better, you've memorized them. You know what the Bible says. And so, for example, you would know something like, oh, I don't know, something we studied less than a chapter ago in Ephesians chapter 4, Verses 26 and 27. Be angry and yet do not sin. The the command is be angry. I mean, you should be angered at the things that anger God, but never, ever be angry in a sinful kind of a way. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Don't just go away and, you know, bury it for a while and let it work up more and more and more steam until you finally blow off at somebody. Do not give the devil an opportunity. If you let anger control you, you are giving the devil the opportunity to use you for his glory. And his glory always does damage. There is no question about which direction the Spirit leads you when you are angry. God's instruction is to resolve your anger and deal with it. Speak truth in love. Christians and to non-Christians. There is absolutely no question whatsoever about the leading of the Holy Spirit. The only question is, will you follow it or not? And by the way, it has nothing to do with whether you feel like resolving it or not. You might not feel like making peace in that moment. Well, our, our flesh screams, I have to win this argument with this stupid person. Or this stupid thing that this person has said. No. God doesn't want you to bury it. He doesn't want you to deny it. He doesn't want you to explode. He wants you to deal with it in a way that honors Him. Okay, consider another situation. Maybe something doesn't necessarily make you angry, but it really frustrates you. What do you do? Well, first consult the Word of God. A passage I hope that you at least know the gist of it if you don't have it memorized word perfect. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Why is that last part there? Because This is the passage that talks about the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. You're the one in the middle of this war. And the choice you have to make is to turn away from the fleshly response, ask God for wisdom and patience and goodness and kindness and gentleness and self-control. 
and thereby avoid flying off the handle. Simple concept, right? Let the word of Christ settle down, be at home, and rule your heart. Simple concept. I didn't say it was always easy. I didn't say it doesn't require effort on your part. Well, consider the issue of um, being tempted. Find something tempting. I mean, what, whatever it might be, there's a gazillion things that, can, that you can find tempting. Well, you need to let God's Word settle down and be at home in your heart. For example, James chapter 1, verse 14, each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Now, if you're a fisherman, two words from the, from the realm of fishing here, carried away and enticed. They, they describe how a fish responds to your bait, to your lure. I don't even know the term very well, but I, I understand bait. Okay? The word translated lust, it doesn't have to be sexual at all. It means strong desire. Fishing works because fish have a dangerous habit. They eat. Even when there are fishermen around. Carried away and enticed together. The enticed is like being drawn out from your hiding place. Plunk, something lands in the water. Ooh, that looks yummy. I think I'll go look at that. And he swims by and he looks around. And not only is he enticed, he gets carried away. And he chomps on it. And you caught him. That's how you fall into temptation. So to avoid temptation... It's wise to avoid, learn to avoid, practice avoiding those situations and those people that you know tend to kindle unhealthy desires in you. And so, another consideration of being filled with the Spirit would be 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. It makes a great big difference who you spend time with. And it's very important that we spend time with one another as often and as many ways as we can. You can't be with, you know, your whole church family 24-7, but understand that. Before we leave the subject of being spirit-filled in the face of temptation, you've got to understand that God understands your situation, that it isn't always possible to completely avoid tempting things or people that lead you in the wrong way. But again, the Scripture is so practical, it addresses the issue about how the Holy Spirit will lead you. Look in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Suppose you can't avoid it. It has, it has come upon you. You weren't seeking it. You weren't lusting after it. It came upon you. Here's what to do. Now flee from youthful lusts. Same thing. Lust doesn't have to be sexual. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the name or call on the Lord from a pure heart. How does the Holy Spirit lead you in a situation like that? Become a fugitive. The Greek word translated flee is fugo. We get fugitive from it. The fugitive is the one that's running away from whatever is chasing. Run away from those things that yank you in the wrong direction and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. And notice, with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.